Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to our usual Berkshire annual meeting summary. In a few minutes, I'll try to be as short as possible, but to give you as much value as possible. If you enjoyed this video, please smash that like button. So the meeting it was structured where Warren Buffett gave a short tip to new investors at the beginning and then we went into the Q&A session. There were more than 30 questions and I have tried to summarize the answers into nine different topics that we'll cover in this video. Let's immediately start to the introduction by Warren Buffett. So he discussed Q1 earnings, he discussed the accounting differences when accounting for the stock prices going up and down. Later he said that buybacks are price sensitive so that he might not continue implying that he might not continue with buybacks at any price like all other companies are doing. So there is always that balance with buybacks with Berkshire and that's something to keep in mind. Don't forget to check my Q1 update video earnings in the link in the description below. Now on Buffett's story he started by asking you so how many of the currently top 30 companies by market capitalization globally have been on that list 30 years ago. So you might think 10, 20, 50% of the list. Well the answer is none. So no companies of the current list have been there 30 years ago. And that's perhaps the message to new investors is okay think a little bit how the world changes over time and things that are hot now might not be hot anymore. Also he mentions how the top positions are from the US which means he's again always saying not to bet against America. However later he said how now there are three Chinese positions and that number will certainly increase in the next three decades but he bets that America will still be in the leading position. Another important thing is to check at the market cap. Apple is leading with 2 trillion. 30 years ago the Japanese companies had about 100 billion. So 20x that's a lot thanks to inflation even if inflation was low. So Buffett already mentioning inflation as an investment factor to keep in mind when it comes to investing. And imagine if Apple is 20x what it is now in the next 30 years. On cars he says that if you looked at the world and if you had seen the future in 1903 then of course it was smart to invest in cars. But this was an example of the first winner of the Indianapolis 500 and the company even invented new tech the rear view mirror but it also fits the list of automobile manufacturers that are defunct in the United States and the list was too long so he just took the list that started with MA that included the Marmon company and then said three companies survived all those three companies two went bust in 2009 and this is the message to all of those that think that technology will change the world, 
the, his message is how difficult it is to invest in technology and also when you look at market capitalizations to always think about those competitive advantages or modes or compare that to exuberant prices because he shows Japan and we all know what the returns were in Japan over the last 30 years. There was an interesting question about being greedy when others are fearful and that Warren Buffett wasn't. So the answer was very simple. He did get a call for a 50 to 70 billion deal in March of 2020, but the Fed reacted that quickly, put so much liquidity into the market that he was simply priced out and the companies issued so much debt that they didn't need Berkshire. On airlines, why did he sell? He sold because airlines have done much better without him. With Berkshire holding 10% of those companies, there would be no bailouts bailing out the richest guy in the room, Warren Buffett. So the shareholders and the companies would have done much, much worse. That's a very interesting reason and also shows how big Buffett is. So he has to sell companies so that the market or the government can do its thing. Also on not buying companies, any companies, he says that if he buys 50 billion of something, he cannot get out of that position that quickly to buy something else. So he's also constrained there. And then on buying the dip in March, Charlie Munger simply says that if you expect someone to buy the dip in any crash, you are out of your mind. Always the question of outperforming the S&P 500. They left, they said with their wealth, they will stick to Berkshire and that Berkshire will certainly be there 30, 50 years ago that they bet their chips on Berkshire. And Warren Buffett said he never recommended Berkshire, but he recommends the S&P 500 to anyone that is agnostic towards individual stocks and who doesn't want to know about stocks that always the S&P 500 is a good investment vehicle. So he didn't say he will outperform, but the laugh he had when he said it had a big deep meaning. Of course, we can't avoid talking about the environment and oil and gas investments of Berkshire in oil and gas. And of course, here there are always extremes. And Warren Buffett says how the reason is always somewhere in the middle, how hydrocarbons will be used for a long time going forward, how the, there are problems with renewables, especially with transmission, you have to bring the renewable energy to where it has to be spent. So that will take a lot of time. Therefore, their bet is still with Chevron. Also, they have discussed what happened in Texas. They have a proposal to prevent it in the future, even if Elon Musk criticized it. They said that batteries might last four hours. Their plan is to deliver energy for seven days. Also in the meeting there was a shareholder proposal for climate related risk reporting and here you can see the result of the parties. So 73% against of the voters, 25% for, so very interesting discrepancy there with voting and ownership of Berkshire. Anyway we know that Charlie and Warren wo voted 
against. On insurance, they said they had the best operation in the world, that of course Progressive is there in the United States, but they are catching up and number one and two will be them and Progressive five, ten years down the road. But there are issues in the insurance business that there might be 100 billion of costs related to COVID that are not yet disclosed, not with them because they don't have that much dealing with that. But perhaps the biggest risk and for Berkshire insurers is actually Ajit. We, he's extremely smart, he has been there now, so great for him, but he's already 70 and if I compare the health and the physical presence of Buffett and Ajit's, so I'm more concerned about the 20 year younger Ajit than I am with Charlie Munger or Warren Buffett. But Ajit says that he would be very careful about making an insurance policy where Elon Musk is on the other side. So very, very funny. On prices, uh, very big increases in tech stocks prices. They say it's not crazy because if interest rates are at zero and he just said how the government borrowed 40 billion for zero interest rates, zero, 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 and there was supply for 130, 40 billion. So there is so much money chasing zero interest rates that it is insane. And therefore, if you compare to interest rates, then everything is extremely cheap, even these high-flying tech stocks. Also, on another deal that is expensive, and that is the KSU, acquisition, they say that they would never pay so much, but the acquirers are paying with other people's money, so they don't really care. The investment banks get a big fee. And if you want to learn more about railroads, I analyzed the sector last year, I concluded that it was too expensive in general and they confirmed that they would not pay the price for KSU. But they say it is a fee-driven buying, so buying because the advisor gets a fee, it's not about the investment. And the investment banks are making it attractive for the fee. And they say that about the KSU take over by the Canadians. Also the high valuations and free money makes it very hard for Berkshire to make acquisitions, the specs take everything, private equity, everything is taken before Berkshire can even look at it. So there is no point in looking for mergers and acquisitions at this point in time because of the zero interest rates. But talking about monetary policy, I felt something that they know something is coming. They don't know when, of course, but they said that the environment can change very rapidly. And the environment might change very rapidly because when talking business and really at the end of the meeting, they discussed inflation, that they feel inflation and everywhere, in the supply chain, in purchasing, that there is a buying frenzy, that the furniture stores are just selling, nobody cares about price because of the free money coming in. And they say, and they repeated it five times over the conference, that there is always consequences in economies. We just haven't yet seen them and we don't know when it will happen. It's uncertain territories, uncharted territories, and Warren and Munger said that they are enjoying this like kids watching this movie they have never seen, but also said five times that it is unlikely there won't be 
consequences. Quoted also John Maynard Keynes discussing how speculators may do no harm as bubbles on a steady stream of enterprises, but it is extremely risky when the enterprise itself becomes the speculation and byproduct of the activities of a casino. And then the job is likely to be ill done. So they are again warning us also from a monetary policy perspective what too much money can do to an economy. On the stock trades, Munger says that Buffett does too much trading. He says he has to sell bank stocks because more than 10% ownership, banking in the US is good much better than 10 years ago, around the world is where banking worries me. So that's the answer to all of those that ask me about cheap bank stocks around the world. Apple was a mistake to sell airlines for avoiding bailouts for Berkshire or allowing for airlines to be bailed out. And then he says also that they bought some stocks that he doesn't know a lot about them, but they don't have enough insight into the nuts and bolts of the business, but that's also something that is peculiar to these times. So maybe the video we made about Pharma and Verizon fit this, so they bought it because it's much better than getting zero from treasuries. In general, I found it very interesting. I listened to the whole thing. Very youthful Warren Buffett. Charlie Munger said maybe 10 sentences. So Warren Buffett is really, really amazing doing his job. He feels very confident in his positions. Of course, it's a red hot economy. Prices are going up. All businesses are doing great. But also, this might be top earnings as we've seen them now. So we might think, okay, growth will be 5-10% per year over the next 5 years, but this is the red hot economy. This is the best that it can be. So that's also a warning for all us investors that things might change very, very rapidly. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a 5-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you. And I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.